Tuesday, another Too Many Jams episode. I'm going to be honest. I forgot about this episode that we had to do it today. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not that we don't do it every Tuesday, every week of the year. Yeah, it's not like this has been happening Um, consistently for the past year and a bit. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? um, Blame it on the concussions. We're back. Too Many Jams, a show about all things 20-year-olds, baby. With health and friends experts and our own personal experiences. We're going to shed some light. On, shed some light on those uh, issues that seem to leave our age group lost and confused. Mm-hmm. We're uh, It's just Robbie and I today. Um, so if you're a fan of that, tune the fuck in, strap in. It's a Tuesday at about 1130. Um, I had big plans today. I was going to mail a letter, maybe go grocery shopping. But you ended up mailing it in. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but uh, I did forget about the podcast. So our house, uh, we do these morning accountability meetings now. Uh, where we get up uh, as a house. Robbie and I used to do this before on the phone when we didn't live together. Every morning we'd chat because we do a lot of stuff together. Like we we have a podcast together. We're in a band. Uh, we do real estate photography together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just it was helpful for us to just get on the phone every morning, organize our day, and as a part of our like weekly accountability, we get in each other's ears. You know what I mean? It's important to get in each other's ears. That's the most important thing, I think, is and being in each other's ears. Kevin and Chris have hopped on board, so... Um, it was in our morning meeting today that yeah. uh, Rob's like, what do you got on the on the docket for today? I was like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, this at this time, that at that time. And he's like, cool, what about our podcast? And I was like, very mm. true. Where does that fit in in your schedule? Um, it fit in exactly my gym my gym period. So I will not be working out today. I'm sorry for everyone. Have your cake, man. I know. Have uh, your cake. I'm really sorry for all the followers that only follow me for my chiseled manly exterior. Can I ask you something? Yes. What is your favorite fruit? Um, why do you ask? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. As I eat this mango here. My favorite fruit is the Power Berry Mix blend I buy at Loblaws. Is that a fruit? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. I'm a big grapes guy. You're a grapes guy, eh? I uh, love grapes. Really? When, I- uh, when Pops brings home a... a my dad used to bring home just like a thing of grapes every now and then and just like slap it on the counter wash. You could just muck grapes when you walk by. Only the green type. The blue type makes me feel, or the purple type makes me feel like. Uh, Some type of way. So it makes me feel like I'm royalty and someone should be feeding it to me. You know what I mean? I don't like to feed myself <laughs> like, the purple here are type. Your grapes. Yeah, like I need to lay back on the couch and have someone feed it. Uh, mangoes are great though, man. Don't get me wrong. I think mangoes are definitely the best. What about, you ever get the. I forget what they're called, like wine grapes or... I like mango like the jewel ones. pods. <laughs> I prefer my mangoes in jewel pod form. <laughs> do, you, do you ever get those grapes, the ones where you can like squeeze them and then they shoot out? You know the ones I'm talking about? They're like sort of a sour tasting grape. No. They're, they're red, but uh, I forget the name for them. Um, those ones are good though. If producer Kev could look that up, we'll, uh, we'll get the... Yeah, uh, uh, can you look that up, what type of grapes those are? But uh, yeah, so man, Robbie and I, uh, we're doing the podcast today. A lot's happened the last little while. We've had some guests. You saw our St. Paddy's episode. We got fucking twisted on St. Paddy's. Um, <laughs> like that, that 
cocktail of alcohols we consumed almost ruined my afternoon. I had like three or four hours of fun and then the next four hours were, was spent seriously considering my, my decisions. I was trying to pull trigger. I was trying to like get back to normal. We had a bunch of people over uh, and uh, it was fun, but I was, in a, I was in a weird place. You were in a weird place all day. For sure. I mean, what do you mean, me? You too, buddy. You were over there being weirdo Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but you know what? The roles were kind of reversed that day, and um, the <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> uh, Kevin. Actually, doesn't it doesn't matter. I just I've always I've, I've wanted to make that happen. You know how like Joe Rogan's like, yo, like Nick, look this up for me. Like, what is that? You know, it's Jamie, dude. <laughs> or whatever his name. Is. Are you even a podcast <laughs> fan? <laughs> It's it's red it's 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 a red squishy grapes that squeeze in your mouth. Uh, Rob, you showed me a nice meme the other day, and it was like I started uh, giving my dog CBD oil to calm him down, and now every morning I wake up and he's listening to Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, I was killing myself all that. Also, uh, someone uh, commented on one of our YouTube videos um, that a group of white guys, like you know how like they're like oh like a group of. Uh, animals like a herd of animals is called like a horde or like like they haven't they have certain names for different like groups and she's like a group of white guys is called a podcast (laughs) (laughs) she's not wrong uh i like that one concord Concord grapes grapes. thanks okay thanks producer kev thank you producer kev in the future we'll also run a mic over to you uh well okay i was talking about um yeah okay on saturday on saint patty's the roles were reversed because I, I ended up having a little siesta in the uh, in the afternoon and I woke up with just like fire under my ass, you know, and uh, which <laughs> doesn't normally happen. And Trav, Trav was like, I don't take naps because um, you, you, you were sitting there because you normally you're the one that's all like revved up, ready to go, like life of the party and stuff. And I just caught. <laughs> A little bit of this energy after I woke up and uh, just got after it. And while you were like sort of moseying on the couch. Like the party's going on and I'm just sitting on the couch and like the party, like people are singing along to Queen. And like if it was a video like or a movie, it would pan over to me and be like, hello, darkness, my old friend. I'm just like sitting there on the couch. It's nice to be with you again. <laughs> kind of like that uh, uh, 21 Jump Street that no, you always no, reference. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> I love that. I love that that scene where they're doing. Uh, they 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 do the drugs in each movie. They do like whatever drug they're trying to uh, like eradicate. Ends up they end up taking it. And Jonah Hill is having the bad trip, and it's playing Creed, and it's like <laughs> raining on him. <laughs> and then uh, Channing Tatum's like off, like floating, and like girls are popping around. Uh, that's what it feels like. But yeah, like we wanted to hop on the pod just the two of us because. Um, it's the end of the month, it's the end of March and we had set some goals and, uh, things are kind of going well. We made money, dude. We made 800 bucks yesterday. Nice. Nice. High five. High five. (laughs) Entrepreneurs. I'm a self-made entrepreneur. I'm a self-made man. Also, we had a fucking (laughs) hilarious, uh, one day this month. We had to, uh, in order to go to the gym, we had to get up a little early, like nothing crazy, 7, seven, seven thirty, And um, uh, our roommate, Kevin, uh, 
you know, he's been on a, he's been on a schedule getting up at nine with us, which uh, is not early for the rest of the world. And uh, this one morning, seven thirty, we're getting up for the gym. Kev comes down, he's fired up. He's like, "Rise and grind, baby." He's like, "Money never sleeps." Let's I'm like, "Get this bread." I'm like, "Kevin, it's the middle of rush hour. Ninety percent of people are awake." <laughs> he was like, "Shit, I was gonna do like a time tagged Instagram, being like up early, getting on my grind, like." <laughs> <laughs> like we're on the way to the gym and we're in rush hour because everyone's already awake and getting to work. Kevin's in the back corner right now, killing himself. Um, I thought that was funny, <laughs> but man, we had a power month. Like, so at the beginning of the month, uh, things were looking scary for old Travi boy. Uh, February, as I said in a previous podcast, a little was bit a, of debt was a five grand month for me. Moving out in February, first and last month, I also had a bunch of credit card bills because I've been living like a king at home. Uh, also, like my business runs through my credit card and all mm-hmm. that, so I had expenses, um, and all this stuff started popping up that I had to pay for. And between two vacations, moving out, and my debts, and a few other things, I forgot what they were. You got hit hard. I got hit hard, yeah. and uh, so I started March like all my money gone, savings in the negative, and I was like, "Trav's got to dig his way out of this debt." And then I got a concussion right at the end of February. And I was like, fuck, like how long is this going to take to recover? So I start- how's that, how's that feeling by the way? If you start to move past that now? Yeah. Like we haven't talked about the, my concussion history on the pods yet, but I have a lot of experience with like lasting concussion symptoms. Uh, so it's getting a concussion for me is like kind of scary. I was already living life on the edge, like getting back on the dirt bike the last few years and like snowboarding and playing hockey, just like worried about when the next one was going to come. Cause like I've never really fully recovered from my other concussions. Yeah. But, uh, but you still, you still, uh, it hasn't really deterred you from, you know, any extreme sports or hockey or, you know, any sort of contact prone. Well, cause, cause what I found during my concussion journey, and I don't think we'll get into it this episode, but no, that's, that's, you know, if you got, if if you got about like five hours to kill, (laughs) Chat, chat with Trav about concussions and you can uh, take you through but all of it. What ended up happening is my most recent concussion took almost like three years to get back. And I had like a rough couple years in there where I just thought my brain was absolute poo-poo. Like I had to like fight through like kind of pressure headache every day of my life and like migraines. And, and I was just like pushing through and like just powering on because I, I wasn't going to let it stop me. Um, and then about two years in, I realized that lasting concussion symptoms for the most part are not to do with your brain. Um, like if you have MRIs and the doctors say like your brain looks fine, like what's going on and you're still having concussion symptoms, like pretty much the majority of the time it's actually neck. It's the muscular, musculoskeletal system. My neck, my My back, my concussions and my crack. Um, (laughs) so yeah, it's actually, your neck is a complicated beast with like a lot of layers of of muscle and uh, your nervous system and your your circulation your circulatory system running through it. So deep neck injury from concussions are sometimes hard to feel and like you don't really even realize you have neck injury. But those muscles can be like locked and spasmed, and the the nerves and the stuff that run through it can be affected, and it can affect balance. It can give you these pressure headaches. It can make you feel anxiety and like all this stuff. So when I started doing neck rehab, 
is when I started realizing that there's two components to a concussion. There's the initial brain injury that usually takes like two weeks to a month to clear up depending on how bad it is. And then there's these like lasting like neck related and it could just be like injury response. Like even when you get a concussion, even if it didn't twist up your neck, you can like, without even knowing it, like the stress of the injury can cause like your neck to tense up and cause all these like side symptoms that you think are from your brain. So that's a brief synopsis on it. So this last concussion, with all my knowledge from previous concussions, I was like, okay, just got it. Go home, rest, you know, get all your nutrients into you. Four or five days, my brain started to clear up. And uh, my neck was, I still wasn't feeling good and I had to go to LA. So I spent the kind of the week just like stretching out my neck and like working on it. And and you, you've been much more diligent about doing your, your neck exercises and stuff. So I, I think that's Well, cause you have to like, after an injury, like you kind of have to restart, like re, re, uh, your neck gets weak cause you spend like four days like laying down. But, but, but I think that was like sort of part of like even before. My neck was weak before. That's probably why I got the concussion a little bit easier too. Yeah. Because like, I mean with, with anything, you know, it, whether it's like, well, like my knee injury or something, you know, it's like, uh, you, you gotta, you gotta exercise it as much as you can. Yeah. Right? If you're not on top of it, you and can re-injure it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I stretched it out. I powered through and I was able to get back to it. So getting into, and so if anyone's like experiencing concussion stuff out there, um, reach out. I've, I've honestly, I've had a few people reach out to me over the last year, uh, or just hearing about their stories. And I say like, look into the neck and it's almost in every case, it's what's causing their lasting symptoms. So if you're feeling concussions out there, um, Trav is a bit of an expert. He's seen everyone like, under the sun. So I didn't even go to the doctor after this last one because GPs know, know nothing. Um, and even a lot of specialists only know about their specialty. And I saw like 14 or 15 specialists. So I, I heard what each of them had to say. And I pieced together a bit of a, I know like the best things to rehabilitate the brain. Like if you have some brain-based stuff, like there is, your brain gets rewired when you have an injury, even if it recovers, mm-hmm. like the damage pathways, what ends up happening is... Uh, your brain works around it while you're recovering and those pathways can kind of go stagnant and you have all these like reroutes in your brain. And if you keep injuring and keep injuring, you get too many reroutes and your brain kind of gets gummed up Yeah, and you have to go see a specialist that will help you uh, reinvigorate those old pathways. So you can, you can rehabilitate your brain that way. And then, uh, but let's, if, let's, let's say, let's save all the concussion. I'm almost stuff. done. Um, like literally was 30 seconds oh, left okay, there. Okay. Uh, and then, so, and then once that's recovered, that's like the brain based. And then the, uh, the neck based is like rehab, like physical rehabilitation, stretching and neck exercising. And they both kind of cause different symptoms. And so whatever you're feeling, if you just like send me a message, I could probably, uh, help guide you to a specialist. So got over that concussion. We're in this month. I'm in the hole. We need help. And it was just like money month. Like, yeah, yeah. How do we, how do we earn? And we, f- I think we fucking did it, man. Well, there, there was a lot of, well, I mean, the, the real estate came in at good timing. There's a lot of bartending happening also. Well, it was like money by any means. Like you reached yeah. out and you got a job. You got another yeah, job true. bartending. I, I found another job. Um, I, I've been logging a bunch of hours there. That's uh, that's an interesting. I, I like, I really didn't want to get another bartending job because as much as I love, I love bartending at Sip Bar just because like all our friends work there. It's a fun gig. I really back that company. I don't actually enjoy bartending. No. I feel... Really? No. No, it's like I enjoy everything else about it. I enjoy hanging out behind the bar. Yeah. I enjoy like at private events when we can sauce a few drinky poos. 
Um, I enjoy like talking to people and and like it's just a fun environment. But actually, yeah. bartending, like making cocktails, it's not like something I I take like huge pride in or anything. Like, yeah, it's just like it's just a way to make money, and it's a really good really good job with all the uh, stuff going on. But no, I didn't want to get another bartending job. Like when I work, I want it to be work that like grows me. Like I want to learn. Like I I want to get better at something or learn a skill or like be creative. So on my whole money list, it was like, I had it broken down into all my, all our entrepreneurial ventures. Yeah. Music, the photography and my jewelry stuff. Yeah. And uh, I laid out like how to make money in all those, all the stuff I need to do to like ramp them up. And then I also laid out um, applying for a bunch of jobs in the creative world. Cause all I really want is another, I'm not too far off. Like I make money every month. Like we yeah. were, I definitely have money coming in from my businesses, but it wasn't enough to cover rent and like the lifestyle. So I, I like wanted to maybe pick up another part-time job like you did, but I wanted to be creative, like, mm-hmm. like video photo. And you reached out to, I reached out to a bunch of people. Um, and the thing about reaching out is it takes more than a month for this stuff to come through. I know you always think, Oh, I've got these connections. I've got this person I know here. They're probably like looking for people. And it's like, yeah, you you think a month is a lot of a t- is a lot of time. You're like, I can find a job. It really, it's like that. Just kind of <laughs> the start of your connections and yeah. like, you know, just getting back and forth with people to like organize meetings that you haven't exactly. spoken to in a while takes that amount of time. So like these people, I reached out to a lot of people that own like studios or like like post production stuff or or music or video media. Like, and I was just like, you know, keep an eye out. If something pops up, this is my skill set. Yeah. And uh, they all got back and they're like, absolutely. But not like there's nothing right now. So we'll just keep in touch when something pops up. I'll come to you like on a project or whatever. You can come in. We can see what you got. And uh, so that's probably going to take a couple months, if anything. Like uh, totally like the, the, the main one was uh, rigging lighting for movie sets. Yeah. And what was the what was the feedback there? The what- feedback was we will absolutely need you we will absolutely need you but you need to join a uh a union uh, i remember you this need to get yeah. your working at heights permit and like all this stuff and uh, there's so many yeah regulations but, and like but then the other ones were creative like, just creative. pay me under the table like well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other ones were like creative projects like working on like post-production and stuff like that and they're just yeah. like they're just like we just don't have like jobs open all the time when we get a big project where we bring on people yeah they're like uh we'll give a shout but that's gonna take time so i panicked there uh, my jewelry business, I like just ramped up, like reached out to any connections I had that were like looking to do work and stuff. So I got a few like private label stuff going that that brought in a little money. And I just like uh, moved along some projects that were supposed to pay off kind of like spring, summer. And I'm just like, how's it going? Like, yeah, let's move yeah. it along. The big winner this month was our real estate photography. And the guy who shit in the washroom while we were taking a photo. Oh, no, you can't, <laughs> dude. You gotta preface these stories, man. We, f- Robbie and I have a real estate photography company that we started with a buddy, maybe three, four months ago. Yeah, yeah, th- three, four months. And the whole idea was, or even longer, like longer back. Well, you asked me a question the other day. So, with real estate photography, um, basically the whole idea is we wanted a company that was just cash, like cash comes in. And it's right away, like you don't have to build up a whole brand. You don't have to like- Minimal setup. Minimal setup. Just like a company that you get a job, it converts to cash and 
we can like supplement our income with it. And we had a couple of brainstorming sessions too, where we were trying to figure out something that could provide this, this exact sort of model. And uh, so it took a couple to figure we're out gonna this do a one. We're going to fuel delivery service. Remember that way back? <laughs> yeah. We're like fuel delivery, dude. We're looking into that. And Turns then, out a lot of red tape. Yeah, that one's that one's tough to navigate. There are a few companies doing it though. I think out west, right? They were, um, but we, yeah. So so we're looking at our skill set. We're like, what what do we have in our skill set? What you know, actual. Um, like, like what, uh, where, 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 are, where are our advantages? Like where can we, yeah, exactly. And what equipment do we have that mm -hmm. we can use to our advantage? Right. So, and his, his amp being a realtor and our, we have tons of photo experience. Just like I shoot all our jewelry product photos. We shoot all our lifestyle photos Yeah, and just like a general, like photography base. His aunt once asked us to shoot one of our condos cause she couldn't find a, a real estate photographer quickly enough. And we're like, we can fucking do this. We're in. We're in, and now, uh, now so we got the business going. Yeah, and we were reached out to, uh, f like about a week or two ago, off of Kijiji, and uh, well, well, yeah, one of our advertisements, I think it was Kijiji. Yeah, but like, but we we booked like about fifteen hundred bucks worth of work this month just off launching a company and advertising it on like, you know, Kijiji Google. We have like Google reviews. Rob made a website for it that looks really good. And uh, and it worked. Like it took a, it took a few months, but yeah, well, like it covered it covered all that extra money we needed for rent and lifestyle this month. Yeah. And it's just about how do we convert these initial customers into ongoing, but um, do you do you want to you want to tell that story about uh, about bringing producer Kev along with the other day or tree <laughs> well like basically running a company so you asked me the other day Rob you were like what what feels better when you get like a few hundred dollars in orders or you get a few hundred dollars in photography work and yeah. I, was, I was explaining to you like the main differences between these two companies and uh, when we started a jewelry business you there's like so yeah, I can be sitting at home right now working on something else and get $300 in jewelry orders. I just see it come through online. And the systems are all set up where I have jewelry in stock. I've, I have the packaging all laid out and I, it doesn't seem like much work for me to just package it up and send it to make that 300, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's a really cool feeling about running a product-based company. Whereas when we get a photography gig, it's like, prep and it's, go and spend four hours of our time yeah, it's shooting service it. based. It's service, right? It's a service. Um, <laughs> and I was saying that what, he's like, what's more work? What feels better? And I, and I was explaining the differences between these companies is that in order to be able to sell a product and make that $300 on a Tuesday when you're sleeping or when you're doing something else, you have to, like we spent so many hours setting up a brand, uh, yeah, logos, behind buzz, the scenes, grants, photos, grants, incubators, uh, a, a manufacturing process. Where do we get like all this stuff? And uh, so all that work is pre-work. And yeah, you have some sales while you're setting up and you're selling to friends and stuff like that. But that's it. It's it's like it ends up being a really similar amount of work, especially because you have to keep that going. Yeah. Uh, in order to keep that selling. So it's like a lot of intangible, not directly measurable work to hopefully lead to sales. Whereas a business like our photography business is you go and you make a sale and you provide the service on the spot. You don't, we didn't need to make a whole brand. We didn't no. need to buzz and like, 
No. Av- like, well, we advertised. There but- was more minimal setup involved, which uh, is what we were looking for. Yeah, but the, the thing about a service-based company, which Rob was like kind of alluding to, is it's it's not a product. Like, you have to go there, provide a service face-to-face, and it's a lot of like kind of early days faking it until you make it. Like, mm-hmm. you have no history. People want to know like what's going on. You're shooting a lot. Like all that stuff and you have to like put on this facade and, and you have to figure out how to like have like a professional like we didn't even know how to charge people do you, do you take a deposit yeah. do you like do you do you charge them after like how like yeah. we, we'd know what the fuck to do there's only one way to figure it out and like our first uh when we're shooting for friends it's fine it's like send us e-transfer write a check whatever yeah, yeah. but when you're shooting for like random customers we had to figure it out and uh the first random customer we had we had to figure all that out and I was scared and I didn't know what to do. So producer Kev was like, dude, I'll come down with you. Uh, you can say you're training a new photographer, which we are like, he's eventually gonna, he's a photographer already. He already knows how to do it, but he's eventually going to switch into the real estate. Um, but I needed to, I needed him there to basically like, I had to tell the lady, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go slow today. Cause I, I need to train someone <laughs> and he probably knows more about photography than me. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I got to train this loser. Uh, <laughs> this, I'm just kidding. Yeah. He knows nothing about photography. I'm the real pro. Um, and, uh, so, so we had to go slow and I'm like talking him through stuff. I'm like, see, I like to try this and that. And he's like, wow, oh, very nice. Like figuring it he's out. like, what aperture are you using? And I'm like, good question, Kevin. And I'm like Googling <laughs> it on my phone. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I thought that was so funny, but and she's asking all sorts of questions like how are you busy i'm like super busy yeah i'm like things crazy are going good. busy crazy busy yeah business is booming yeah. um so that was funny but what uh, it went well like we do a good job like as much as i downplay how much we know and stuff like that one thing that like robbie and i when we do, we go into any venture is like what we spent three days before preparing shooting yeah. youtube videos research we want to make sure that like this is our first customer. She wanted to book like seven, eight, nine jobs with us, um, which is a lot of money. So we're like, we got to knock this out of the park. If, the, if there's something that we're good at, it's learning shit. <laughs> yeah. It's it's <laughs> like, it's like if, if like, if there's something to be done, it's like, figure it out. You like, know? Po- like make it a podcast yeah. or, or, or make it a band, a music video. Fucking. Yeah. But uh, it went well. The, what the, uh, the, the, the whole delivery pro- process we had to figure out like how do you deliver photos without them stealing it with because they haven't paid yeah. you yet and like what is that even called what is that? so um we got that sorted she liked it she booked us we shot some more monday we're shooting a, she's next, booking more she's booking more photos photos money real estate real estate action money rent boom, boom. rent <laughs> uh, but, but our first gig the story is Robbie and I get booked for a friend who uh, to shoot their commercial space. This was like our first real gig that wasn't just for a friend, like a friend's house or like his aunt. It's like these are actual clients. He booked us for his clients who own this commercial space that they're trying to sell. And Robbie and I, uh, it's our first gig. We have no idea what the fuck we're doing. We bring in like a huge light rig that Robbie has to fucking. It's like a gigantic like set light. It's not what people normally yeah, shoot with. I was I was I was like the light guy that we, day. We bought it was from. Taken, yeah, I bought it from my cousin who's in like commercials and stuff like that. He does yeah, he does all this crazy filming. Huge and, rig. Uh, I was the light guy for the day. Travis was taking all the photos and well, we, you didn't have photography experience at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was just like okay, I'll do what I know. Uh, you have a good eye for shit and you'll light it up. And we're just moving this rig around the office, just like shooting shots. And 
And the, this office was kind of, it, uh, it reminded me of like the, the office. office. Yeah. Just its whole aesthetic and vibe. Um, just it was, like, it was kind of like boring and, and like, dull. Yeah. I've worked at offices. They're fun. Offices are great. Like lively. Like the, it, this well, you like, know what? Cause all the offices that we work at are for sip bar shifts and they're all no, fucking not, super dope I, tech, like startup offices with these cool. No, spaces I mean, I've and, worked non, I've worked in corporate. I've had corporate jobs before. Yeah. And the offices are lively and there's stuff going on and there's some personalities and it, like this one had no personality, like no art, like no, like, I just felt so weird, and like the people working, like it was and like, the pictures oh. reflect it too. <laughs> the pi- no, I mean, I mean, like like the pictures they turned out well, and they were appreciative, and they liked them, and uh, you know that we got the job done. But you you can see in the pictures, you're like, yeah, okay, the this- pictures were accurate, is what you're saying. Yeah. So we um we get into we get into the groove of it. Things are going well. Like the people are kind of, they're nice, but they're just like, kind of like, Hey, like, how's it going? Would you like me to move? Okay. I'll take lunch and just like (laughs) saunter off. Um, and we're, we're shooting the bathrooms. I don't even know if we needed to, but we're just like, let's just shoot everything. Do we even deliver those at the end? I I did. I I delivered them. Uh, but the, uh, (laughs) the setup is huge. Like we're bringing around these big rigs. It takes a while. So we're like, like, you know, so like let's set up. Yeah. Let's clear out the bathroom. Rob's setting up, bring it, bring up this big, huge tripod for the light and he's getting it all set up. And some guy opens the door to the bathroom. He sees us setting up and he goes like ghost pale. (laughs) He's like, Oh, he made, he just made that noise. He's like, Oh, He's, he's like, do you mind if I just, go to the washroom and I'm like, yeah, sure. So I'm standing there with the light. Cause I'm, he's just going to still- take a piss. Cause yeah, he's, cause he's, he obviously couldn't wait. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I thought he was just going to wander in there like pee and then he'll be out in a sec. And, uh, so I was still standing there with the light, you know, fiddling around trying to set that up thinking it wouldn't be that long. And Trav had cleared out of the way well, because he, he had the camera with cause, him. Cause I was like, I was like, do you need to do it now? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So I left being like, give him privacy. Robbie stayed setting up the light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm standing in there fiddling around with the light and this guy just beelines it for the stall. And I, within about two seconds, the shit hit water, you know, just fucking blew right out. <laughs> like one ass. of those, one of those things, like Robbie, I'm standing outside thinking nothing of it. Maybe the guy's taking a piss. Robbie flies out of the washroom. Like you couldn't get out there fast enough for air. He's like, <laughs> Oh my God. And the way you described it, you were like an absolute, like one of those like poos that farts are flying, like air bombs, like, just everything just like, was coming out. <laughs> so clearly this guy, this guy just couldn't, destroyed the toilet. So he couldn't wait. Like he he was coming for that bathroom like he was about to squirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he had just had uh, about two to three cups of Folgers. And uh, well, and he saw us in there and he must have been like, oh, my God, like there's no other bathroom. And he, uh, uh, he went in there and he immediately dropped bombs, gas us out of there. We had to let that thing ventilate for like 10 minutes, man. Yeah, he really held up. Um, our photography gig so but that was our first gig and like like it was more like I, we were laughing about like what kind of guy just goes in and absolutely destroys a washroom with some guy in there and <laughs> we were like that's so weird and then we thought about it we also it was weird of you to stay in there while he fucking shit <laughs> I thought he was gonna pee quickly I was still setting up the thing so I don't know lesson learned lesson learned if you're shooting bathrooms don't stay in there when the client goes in when a client runs in in ghost face and <laughs> there's always like there's always something like when you're running a business it's there's always something weird that pops up you have to deal with 
like we got kicked out by security the other day like shooting the yeah, yeah that was weird and he yeah. just like got in like he was like no he's like no he's like he like in, face. Uh, yeah. in our face uh and the guy we we're with is like what are the rules like we are like this is allowed we're selling a place we need to show the amenities and uh, he's like i'll show you the rules security <laughs> come on down you know like that's not really showing us the rules like yeah um there's always some flex in your power flexing um but so yeah the real estate came through um we're now pretty we're flowing like we've done like total over the course of this company like four or five jobs we have like six more jobs booked in the near future so we we started earning and you got that other bartending job i picked up more shifts at sip bar and uh i moved forward some jewelry pro projects that are making me some dough um so i'm proud of us man we had a money month i think the things are flowing it's uh it's good you know what and motivation and uh we, we've been on a we've been on a good trajectory the last couple of weeks with uh just overall things are happening you know and when you when, when you're busy this is what my dad always says when you're busy things happen and uh i i believe that so well it goes back to the mark episode and like the the whole reason we moved out was to light a fucking fire like nothing motivates like debt yeah um and we're it was kind of scary but and like that's the whole reason we did it so the only thing that scares me now is like i wanted to reward myself like i set some rewards i was like if you can just do it just reward yourself yeah do it you just do it the thing is is i i wanted to reward myself if i dug my way out of this this month but uh the worry is i didn't get a part-time job so the majority of my money is still entrepreneurial, which means it could start or stop at any moment, right? So I kind of wanted to wait one more month to make sure that we convert these clients into referrals and we kind of have a more steady yeah. flow um, before I reward myself. I think you're weighing because you're just a little bitch. <laughs> I think you just are a millennial that uh, needs instant gratification. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, moving on. Like we had a good month, man. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of Kev. I'm proud, proud of, of Kristen. You. Um, proud of the fam. Definitely, definitely was a scary one. Is and that, uh, is that sublime, or what? What is that picture? That's okay. a super cool pick. On our on cool producer's pick. Kev com computer is a guy surfing a wave, and half the photo is above the water, and half the photo is below, and all his buddies are below, si sitting on the bottom of the ocean, like with sunglasses and t-shirts, and the Jamaican surf team. So it's like his buddies surfing over them. The rest of them are just like in cl full clothes, having a Boston. What is it called when you have a tea party at the pool? It's, it's just it? called a tea party. Okay, I was <laughs> gonna say Boston Tea Party. Boston what tea what party. is that? The Boston Tea Party is in reference to, uh, it's it's like a historical reference when they dumped all, um, th there's something to do with tea and trades and they-, they like, Is it bad? Did people die? I don't think people died. It was more of like a, like a protest thing, I, b I believe. Kev, Kev, can we get a um, yeah? Kev, Bruce, quick, Kev, figure out. We gotta figure out the Boston <laughs> Tea Party is so we don't there. look stupid here. But uh, spe speaking of Mark's podcast, yes, we were on Mark's <laughs> podcast. So we want to get to. We want to shout out a few buddies that started podcasts. Yes. So I mean, first uh, we'll start with Mark, the Pod Drop. So we, I mean, we've spoken about this before. He's been a guest. Mark has been a guest, and we have now just recently been a guest on his podcast. Uh, where he wanted, to, so I mean, here let, let me let me preface the uh, his paint a picture, Bob Ross. Yeah. So, 
Mark's podcast is called The Pod Drop, and his whole idea behind it was to create a sort of a Netflix type feel to it where he releases a full batch or season of um, of podcasts and at, at one time so they're not coming out like you know like week after week like we do mark releases uh i, th- I think he does like three episodes per yeah, per drop that number. he does but anyway it's like a little care package yeah so he wanted to do an episode on the recent michael jackson controversy and the uh, the documentaries that have just uh that have just come out about so it had so to watch that dark fucking documentary man yeah, that was pretty crazy, eh? Yeah, if you have four hours and you're a little too happy, why don't you go watch this <laughs> documentary and put yourself in check? It's dark. Um, so, Mark, yeah, Mark had us on the show to talk about the the Michael Jackson and what's happening with that lately. So, gave it to, a listen. It was a good. It was a good happy man. Congrats, great Mark. Happy. Congrats, we'll put the link. Mark. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll yeah we'll link it in the show notes and. Um, yeah, he, check out Mark's podcast because he's he's doing super cool stuff and always talking about culturally relevant topics that uh, that will keep you interested. He's got so. a nice professional feel to it. He works for Rogers or Sportsnet, so he has access to. They have Rogers is such a cool company. They for staff they have staff have access to all these studios, like just mic computer like nice mics like podcast studios like the joe rogan setup yeah for like four to six people and i kind of felt like we were on a radio show yeah, it felt like it felt like you were in a radio station like you go into yeah. like a, a soundproof room that has its own computer and uh mic setup and like the lights and the timer and there's a tv going on in the background playing sports net it's super cool you know what was also nice is uh you know, being interviewed, being on the other end of things. I right? love being interviewed. <laughs> uh, way more. Wasn't it so much easier? So much easier, man. Yeah, less to worry about. <laughs> and, and you, yeah, they ask you questions and you got to respond. Whereas, like this one, like I have a list. I'm like, fuck, what are we going to talk about? Are we funny? Like, are people entertained? Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, pressure's off. It's on him. But I listened to it. It was a good episode. He said we couldn't swear. So, dude, I don't know if we've sworn yet. On this episode? Fuck. Fuck. Shit. Bitch. bitch yeah shit Hunt. <laughs> um yes uh, so that was a bit of a swerve and i was also afraid to make like my inappropriate jokes that i always make oh yeah because mark's again his podcast is a little more professional <laughs> and yeah he's got a career so yeah <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to fuck that up for him uh yeah but shout out for starting a podcast like a lot of people are like yo i wish i started a podcast like i want to start a podcast i have this idea i have this idea and i'm like literally do you have an afternoon that's how long it takes because that's (laughs) what happened last or two weekends ago two weekends ago our other buddies Uh, one of our recent guests wiley mateo had the same interest in starting a podcast as well and we we gave him the same (laughs) the same spiel we're like do you have a little bit of time we can take you through the motions of it and so he came over with his buddy Glenn, and uh, we we showed him what to do, and they're sort of on their way. Yeah. So literally, we spent an afternoon with them. We showed them the music software to get, or sorry, the uh, the voice editing software to get. It's free. Uh, you get an interface and some mics, like maybe a couple hundred dollars of investment. You make a logo. They had their uh, their sister, who's a graphic designer, whip them up a logo. You have a concept. You have an idea. You record your first episode and you release it. It's an after. It's it's okay. Maybe more than an afternoon if you like combine like waiting for stuff to come through. But like if you were to condense the work, it's a fucking afternoon of work. Uh, the 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 only thing about podcasts like. <laughs> can't wait. Can't wait quickly. Can I just just Kevin know about his nickname on your phone? 
Kevin Smallroom LeBlanc. <laughs> Dude, you're in my phone as Kevin quotation Smallroom LeBlanc quotation Smallroom LeBlanc. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could change it to Kevin Closet LeBlanc. Kevin, uh, he just in installed. The closet. Ke- so we, one of the rooms in our house was a bit smaller, and uh, obviously, like the person taking that room took a big rent uh, decrease. And Kevin like stepped up. He's like, "You guys are friends. Like I'm rolling into this house. I don't mind taking the rent decrease." But he has no closet, and he had to install a closet like hanging from the ceiling. It looks super cool. It's Good cool. work, by the he way. Did well. Like ropes and he's got like a, a wooden dowel hanging on a rope, but now his room is basically a walk-in closet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll change it to Kevin in the closet, LeBlanc. Yeah. You like yeah, that? Kevin in the closet, Cabo LeBlanc. Man of many nicknames. Sauvignon. Producer, Sauvignon LeBlanc. I'm going to change <laughs> it to producer, Kevin in the closet, Cabo, Sauvignon LeBlanc. Perfect. Cool? Nice. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Very very concise. But sorry to interrupt. You were talking about Wiley and Glenn's podcast when they came over in the afternoon. Yeah, they had a con- they had a good concept. Like they like that's all it takes. Starting a podcast is easy. What's impressive about podcasts is if you can make it successful or you can stay consistent. Like I'm impressed with our ability to make it consistent, to be able to keep growing. Yeah, and to stay to stay true to it. But I'm not impressed with our ability to start it. No, like zero. Zero, I mean, because that that's just that's just us. It's like if you want to do something, just like figure it Fucking out, right? Do it. Just Google it. It was it was like one YouTube video and uh, an article on how to start a yeah. podcast. I mean, I mean, it was I mean, it was a little bit of work, like the figure, figuring things work. out and like yeah, figuring out a concept and, and a logo. Like logo and that yeah, there is there is a bit of work involved. It's not zero work, but, but it's not hard work. It's, it's not like impossible. Yeah, like I'd I'd equate it to installing a closet in your room. In terms of workload. If you didn't know what a closet was or what it was made of, I don't know. I don't know how to install a closet. I don't. I bet a lot of our listeners don't know how to just install a closet in their room. And <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'd have to do some homework. Yeah, I'd have to do a little a bit of homework. But yeah, these bo- something stylish like what Kev has done in his room. These boys pop by like uh, they reached out to Robbie. They're like, can you help us? And uh a little bit rattled. They didn't reach out to me. I'm equally as versed in podcasting. What the fuck? Do you think I'm ch- like just ch- like chopped chop liver, liver over, over here? here? Yeah. Um, but Robbie sat down with them, uh, told them about all the gear, the setup and Gave stuff like that. Cole's notes. And they're, so we're going to give them a, sh- we told them we'd give them a shout out. It's, what is it called? Well, it's okay. So it's, are we allowed to drop the name of it? Fuck yeah. Okay. It's called the Bang Bang Podcast and it's going to be tight. It's Wiley. all about pornography. They review their favorite porn, <laughs> and it's just like I really like the way he banged over there, and like this one, this one, this week in Pornhub, my top picks. Yeah, they they filter through, find you the best videos, like the best actresses. You know, they do they do top tens, like top, biggest dicks, can, like yeah, biggest loads. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's uh yeah it's. it's it's gonna be a tight, tight podcast. Huge porn, guys. Yeah, I didn't realize, but yeah, it, it really consolidates your your whack off efforts, right? Like, you you don't want to have to sit there and go through scrolling pages and like, who, what actress am I gonna look up? It's like this week, you know exactly who you're gonna hit from the Bang Bang podcast. Yeah, you just want it to be Bang Bang. Like, I got my porn. Yeah, that's... three to five minutes in and yeah. out, hit and run. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're kidding. We're completely kidding. Uh, it's about basketball. <laughs>
It's actually about basketball stars who then become porn, porn stars. stars. No, <laughs> it's a cool concept. So these guys are huge basketball fans. Um, they're also bros. Like he's on the podcast. Check it out. Like really cool guy. And their their thing is basketball. And Bang Bang comes from a Steph Curry game where Steph like just was like bang and threes in at the end of a game to make a huge comeback. And there's like an audio bite of announcer being like, bang, bang, another one, Steph Curry, or like something like that. Um, so that's where they got the name from. But the concept is just like, you know, kind of what's going on in basketball, but then also just like their their commentary, like like about everything relating it back to like sports and basketball and like that kind yeah. of culture. It's more of like a culture thing around basketball, not just like pure sports. Yeah, it's not, yeah. Um, cool dudes, and I think they're gonna do well with it because they're so. just like funny. Be, they like fun guys, they're like it's yeah. gonna be like inside jokes. It's gonna be like for our friends, and I think podcasts do really well with inside jokes. Like you make a little community um, where like you you only get the jokes, and like they'll probably be better at doing like recurring in podcast jokes. Like we have no recurring stuff that like no, it's always kind of on to the next one. Yeah. Um, and we, we, and you know what? We often forget about stories actually also that <laughs> I'm worried we've, we've already told that shit story from, uh, it's likely, it's likely, but you know, for our new, it, our new listeners, the ones who haven't tuned yeah, in. Yeah. Sorry if we repeat our story, episodes. like in order for us to know if we've told a story, we have to go 40 episodes through 40 episodes. Yeah. Like 40 hours of content. Good night. Good night, Jim Kite. Also, we looked into Kate. If you've ever heard someone say good night, Jim Kite, we looked into the story, and uh, here's a little fucking knowledge for you. Jim Kite was the first legally deaf hockey player. Yes. And uh, he got knocked the fuck out in a game. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the commentator, this is where it comes from. He was he was in a fight, and the commentator, after he got knocked out, was like, and that is it. Like, good night, Jim Kite. I know, kind of savage. Like, the guy yeah. can't even hear. Um <laughs> Also crazy to play hockey without hearing, man. It's like everything. Was it, was well, it, sight's wait, everything. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> was, was it hearing or was he like blind in one eye? No, it was hearing. It was hearing. It was hearing? Yeah. Kev, can you look up? No, Kev, don't waste your time. <laughs> it was hearing. Um, Kev's time's valuable. We pay him a fuckload for this. Yes. Uh, speak, speaking of uh, paying Kevin no money... Um, this podcast we're going to start doing this because it's completely supported by our own businesses uh completely supported by the jewelry the music and uh, the photography so we're gonna plug our companies if you are in realty or have any family members selling or like listing or you want or like airbnb a property and you want photos or you just want like photos of properties we do drone we do video we do photos and you just get a couple rad celebrities like ourselves coming in there. And we're offering a service where we'll hire Insta models to sit in each room of your house as well. Or uh, porn stars. Or porn stars, depending what you're Either into. To add a little flair to, to real estate photography. <laughs> a little bang, bang. <laughs> That's kind of a joke, but it's also not. We were thinking about it. We're like, if someone actually wanted that, we would do it. I think it's hilarious. Get Insta models to... To like just like to like sell their to houses. like chill yeah. to like chill in like the, the rooms to make it look super hip and like being the videos being like I love this unit it's like so close to it's downtown for, uh, it's for millennial realtors M millennial realtors any millennial <laughs> realtors out there we have the services um, shout out if you want jewelry like if you're buying gifts for your boyfriends or girlfriends or gifts or gifts gifts we yeah. uh we have handmade jewelry in Toronto wrist and rye. 
uh, wrist-ride.com. Check it out. It's really cool. Um, honestly, good quality men's jewelry is hard to come by. I think we're the only ones doing it. Uh, there's definitely expensive men's jewelry, but it's it's all made overseas and uh, we're the only ones making it here. And if you have any issues, obviously, it's just like, yo, Trav, like, I'm like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> like, what do you need? <laughs> I'll fix it up. And yeah. then uh, if you have any gigs, like if you have an event, a birthday, our friends get us to uh, rock their uh, parties a lot. Yeah. We're also available for babysitting. Yes. Or um, gardening. But I'll mow your lawn. The one requirement is your kids or your household must have a trampoline. Huge. With a or basketball a basketball net. hoop, uh, or a pool. We'll only babysit. We'll dog sit as well if there's if it's a cute dog. If your dog's a little shit, no way. Um, we pretty much just offer any kind of service. Uh, is there anything else? Yeah, and literally, like I'll if if it's uh, I'll strip. You know what I mean? <laughs> if it's if it's like a cool enough setting, uh, yeah, I'd whip the willy out, take her for a few spins. Uh, I need to be paid at least. Uh, at least how much though? A Subway sandwich. Mm. Extra meat. I'm not like I'm not a bimbo. <laughs> uh, I need to be a foot long extra meat. Um, that's pretty much it. And there was one more thing we were gonna. Is it on? Is it on a list? No, I was gonna ask you. Something. Oh, sticky fingers, mate. We were at a favorite oh, fucking yeah. band. Sticky. Uh, yeah. It was okay. Well, think you think oh, about what you're gonna Osh, ask me. The Osh lineup. Oh yeah, just Osh. came out. Oh, shake of the summer. We're going to rock let's, it. Let's check out the headliners. Uh, we, speaking of headliners, we uh, we saw our favorite band, Sticky Fingers, the other night. Australian band. We fucking love them. Like, uh, probably the whole reason why I want to be a rock star. And uh, we tried to go to their show two years ago. This is a hilarious story. The whole band, um, right before they, they were supposed to come to Canada on their tour, they just canceled their show. And we're like, what happened? Like, they, they went on hiatus. They all, every every band member went to rehab. Every one of them and checked themselves into a psych ward. Uh, so that's what you like to hear at a rock and roll. Full band rehab. I don't, you don't want like any one guy in the band being like, oh, no, I, I was not doing drugs with everyone else or drinking. Like I like how the whole band goes to rehab together. So it took us two years for them to come back. They came back. They rocked the socks off. Literally, I've never, I have, I can't remember the last show I went to where there was a mosh pit. People crowd surfing. Right, yeah. I was kind of surprised by that. It was just like, this is real rock and roll. My, what my friends, we, we had a big group. We had like 10 people rolling. And what my friends told me is like, this felt like, a, like going to a rock concert in like the 70s. Like, just classic fans. Everyone was dressed up. I shaved a mustache into my face to look Aussie. I think everyone was super hyped up to see them also because they can't, like we weren't the only ones that were let down no. by that canceled show. So there's been a ton of waiting fans over here for them to come back for the past two years. Plus they just released a fucking killer new album. Ooh. And uh, playing on a repeat baby. Yeah. And they're just classic. They're just rock stars. Like these, if these guys didn't make it, they'd be garbage men. And like, that's, that's what I love seeing like guys that would have nothing without music you know what I mean not nothing as garbage men honestly I might apply if uh, if the money's yeah good. I feel like I feel like uh, garbage men would be offended by that and sticky fingers would be offended by that dude sticky comment. fingers if you're listening to this like I, I watch your interviews and I'm like Dylan like you look fucked up in, in all these interviews like just like just sitting there all moody and I'm like what would you do if you weren't a musician you know what I mean I think before they're musicians, like one was working in 
like a just a coffee shop and i don't think the other ones even had like jobs or like they were <laughs> tradies maybe i don't know enough about the history but uh learn your bands please um, uh, are you really a fan no no but the, the show poser. was amazing we <laughs> moshed we moshed away up to front row we got to meet the bassist after he was a super fucking mm. nice guy um just like compliments like really really like nice he took the time to talk to like 20 people took some pictures so check out sticky fingers we love it uh what about osho what were you gonna say oh osho i was just looking at the the lineup came in here kev are you looking at it too do you take a look no. uh okay first day headliner the lumineers Ooh. hey ho <laughs> <laughs> Uh, second day, the Chemical Brothers. Third day, Pretty rad dudes. Uh, Sunday, Childish Gambino, Tame Impala, and Hosier. Dude, Tame. That's we're, pretty. We're dope. going to this, right? We're going to Oshiega. I believe so. We got tickets. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, Eli's got tickets. Um, you you know what? You know what? Uh, do you remember like a year or two ago when all the festivals? they started doing the lineups based on alphabetical order as opposed to headliners. Do you remember this, Kev? Not really. Okay. There's a bunch of festivals that um, I think were like catering towards that sort of this whole like equality type thing. And um, anyways, I'm happy that they've moved back to the headliners at the top that you don't have to like dig through. It's like, you know, we tried to get into Osh this year. We had our buddy send a few emails that's connected uh, to Osh. We're like, we have no, we have not, we haven't released anything yet because we're. That's another thing we can briefly touch on is is how the music is coming along because that's really what this is all about. the The reason why Robbie and I, the reason why I'm not doing piloting like I went to school for, and not becoming be, a captain, not becoming a captain of the Freedom Train, um, <laughs> conductor of the Freedom Train. No, the uh, the the whole reason is because we want to be rock stars. I was like. We just like fucking. I just sat there one morning. I was like, "Why, why don't we just try to be the coolest fucking thing on the planet? Why not? Like, why wouldn't we? Like, what's the harm? I can always be a pilot. Pilot, fall back on a pilot. Fall, fucking fall back on it. Fall. Whoa, yeah, like you into know the what? cockpit. Um, that that's sort of a cool case. You know how you're saying you made that comment about garbage men and sticky fingers? Yeah. For you, it's like. Oh, you know what? If this guy wasn't a rock star, he'd be a pilot. He'd be a pilot. <laughs> or an, that's pretty oh, cool backing story. This guy, it's it's not that cool. I also have my CFA. If I, if I don't become a rock star, I'll probably just become a banker. Not that lit. <laughs> like I, I I got I need an addiction. Uh, if anyone out there has a heroin hookup, like I'm like I'm I, I got too much going for me. Like we're doing too well outside of music. I think. You know, we need to. I think we need to do worse. Do worse. Create a uh, bit of a yeah. story. Yeah. Go back to what? Go to a cabin in the woods and get true. seriously addicted to like K. Yeah. Okay. No, I think he was referencing more go to a cabin in the woods, isolate yourselves and write a bunch of music. Okay. I, I need more darkness. I think I need to start dating more girls and like getting like my heart broken, a little bit of an addiction issue. Move to Manitoba. Yeah. I need, yeah. <laughs> Why I'm, Manitoba? I'm gonna I'm gonna move I'm gonna move north and just live off seal, seal meat for six months until I have uh, mental health issues. Is that what seal meat does to you? I don't know if I was eating nothing but seal blubber, I'd be fucking sad. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna get in trouble might for that. Turn into a seal um, in some blubber. No, the northern uh, the northern people have a beautiful lifestyle. I got I actually have a buddy up there who who uh, 
does geology mm-hmm. and he, he literally just he, he, he kills seals he probably has killed a few seals i know he definitely hunts and shit but uh he lives up there and our buddies go up to visit him every now and then and just like stay at his cabin he's got a truck he loves the cool. life he loves he loves just being an outdoorsy guy and there's definitely redeemable qualities and he likes seal meat i'm i don't i was just saying <laughs> that as like a, a an insensitive joke i have no idea if if uh I, but all I know is alcohol. Uh, alcohol is a bit hard to come by. Um, yeah, make your own. Yeah, he he runs his own uh, bootleg operation. There's there's no other way. Uh, yeah, like I think in a lot of those communities, alcohol is prohibited. So you have to like a beer is like twenty bucks. Like to pay a to pay a buddy to like outrageous. Yeah. So like there's no. There's no like enjoying a beer after work. It's like if you get a beer, you're putting a straw on it, bending it over, and just like slamming it because you're rich. Twenty bucks. Yeah, you're rich rich. if you're drinking beers. Um, The champagne of the north. (laughs) (laughs) Champagne of the north. (laughs) Speaking of which, Game of Thrones coming out soon. Let's go. Few weeks. Big Sunday party. Um, But yeah, if you guys are going to Osh, we haven't booked a house yet. If anyone out there is going to Osh and we want we're kind of thinking like we don't know whether we're going to do like a cool thing with just like four or five people just get like a an airbnb downtown or try to get one of those like mega house setups with like 12 people where you got like a hot tub on the roof i'm talking mega, mega house i'm talking square footage i'm talking hot indoor tubs. pools I'm talking, I'm talking yeah i don't the even, one where they're big the they're one big. lots of people lots of people parties um, but yes oh fun if you got a Concerts, big group rolling, fun, let music, us know. Fun. Other than that, man, I love just rolling out to parties now and, and hearing fans of the pod, man. Like on Saturday, a lot of uh, friends of uh, people that have been on and like your friends were at this party I was yeah, at. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed I didn't get to go to that. Dude, I, I had a little preview of like what it's like to be uh, be like a little famous. Like Joe Rogan? Be like Joe Rogan because it, it was like there's only like 30 people there and a lot of them knew like you and some of the guests yeah. and they're like Trav like fan of the pod like blah 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 like like a bunch of them yeah. I was like oh cool like on a micro scale this is what it would feel like to be like successful on a big scale like people like mm-hmm. coming up to you that you don't know and just saying like they're a fan of the music or the pod it's cool and if you want if you want to come on the if you want to come on the pod also reach out to us because well, we're I told to reach open. out to you I said you're the booking guy yes okay reach out to me and I'll uh, I'll send you a Google invite. You'll get a Google invite, um, <laughs> a little a package. Uh, you know what? How to prep? You know, we like our guests to get a good night's rest. Yeah. Uh, drink a lot of water. No drinking the night before. Uh, we need to come well dressed. Read a little bit of an encyclopedia. You know, get get some words. It's a big words thing on the podcast. You know what I mean? And um, um, really, just bring it all you got. So give it everything you got. Everything you got. On that note, do you have anything else? Um, thanks everyone for listening. The yes, numbers they, they keep coming in, and like we're we're they su- keep climbing. We're su- just surprised by like, which is impressive. Um, thank you. It's fun. We're having fun. It's working in the sense that the goals we're setting. This is holding us accountable, and it's it's when you put your goals out in the in the world, like you like say it to people. Mm-hmm. There's like an accountability to it, and totally. all the guests that we've had. Thanks so much because without learning from you guys, like the only way to learn is to either experience something yourself or speak to other people, speak to other people and doing. speaking to all these people, we wouldn't have had the courage to move out or get a job or be so confident in our life choices. If we didn't hear 
the 30 guests we've had talk about all their different routes and how it, it ends up always working out. Yeah. The open dialogue too. It just, uh, it's good to chat about these things. So yeah, it's a great way to catch up too. Totally. See some friends. So yeah, a lot of the guys on Saturday were saying they wanted to come on. So we'll just have, we'll have friends on. We'll keep you guys posted on us. Message me. See, always, DM, I'm always looking for guests. If you really want so. to stand out, a nice, well-crafted dick pic to Rob is the mm. best way to get to the top of that pile. Mm -hmm. Knowing his taste. For me, I'm more of a boob guy. So save those for me. Um, um, none to Rob. He's got a girlfriend. And uh, I, uh, Kev, what do you want? Um, pizza. Pizza. Kev wants some pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Kev's a pizza guy, so send him pictures of pizza. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pizza porn. Good pizza recipes. If, if you know of any good pizza porn, um, that's where you want to send those DMs to. You know, I'm sure there's probably like on the, if, if you look around on the web enough, I'm sure there is some sort of category like that, like pizza porn, where there's just like doing some fucked up shit with pizza. 100%. Dude, the porn world is... It's dense. endless. It's, it's endless. It's deep, it's eh? It's universe, man. What's that? Famous memes. Like Famo oh, like, or like a West House memes channel? Um, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's that's a sign of success for a podcast, eh? We don't even have an, our own Instagram, mm -hmm. let alone a memes channel. What's this? The, uh, like Spitting Chicklets like, has enough fans that there's yeah. like a memes page that like makes fun of it and like does funny things oh i didn't know that yeah producer kev fan page um yeah i think i think we're maybe three to five years away from that level of success uh-huh uh, uh but we'll, we'll keep track a lot to look forward to speaking of podcasts so i did listen to the, the call her daddy podcast it's a barstool podcast raunchy eh? dude if you want to drive around toronto with a boner <laughs> Like, it's so raunchy. It's like listening to two porn stars. Um, they're so dirty, man. They're so dirty. Every episode, Call Her Daddy, a lot of, I don't know if a lot of girls or guys listen to it, but it's these two, like, really sexually progressive girls talking like dudes would, like dudes in the locker room, like Trump on a bus, um, talking about, like, just, like, getting, they're like, oh, I love sucking dicks and, like, taking hot loads and, like, anal and like oh like threesomes and that's the whole episode yeah it's like them just talking and i gave it a try because a lot of people are fans and i'm like sitting there like on my way to hockey and like it's these, they sound hot and she's like oh my god i just love getting like fucked like in this angle and i'm like stop it like what <laughs> like, and i'm like i'm like i'm just gonna get a boner right now not a big deal so if you're ever having ed problems listen to some caller daddy is that what you're saying? I'm just saying, like, I, I actually wasn't a fan. I, it's too much. Like, I don't, too much, eh? I don't, like, save that. F I don't want to drive around all the time just, like, wired. I, I, listen, I listened to a little bit of it, and uh, I didn't get deep enough into... It's like audio porn. Yeah, I didn't get deep enough into it to, like, hear what the stuff that you're talking about. Like, so I'll have, to, I'll have to dive back they in. They drop a few tidbits. Like, it's definitely, it has content. Like, they'll, they'll drop, the, I listened to an episode and a half. And they'll drop stuff like, if you want to just be like a good, good at sex and like good at like taking the style of girl out, they yeah. drop like tidbits on like how to get out of the friend zone or like uh, what to do at a date or like how to wheel girls at a bar. Like if that's the life you're into, yeah, they, they do drop some tips, but you have to sit through like 36 minutes of having a boner for no reason, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. So next time I want to. Next time. Yeah. 
want to sit through 30 minutes of having a boner could, for yeah. no reason. <laughs> we, we, we should do an episode of the pod where we both sit there. We take a Cialis and we listen to Caller Daddy live and, <laughs> and the first person to get a boner loses. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. No, it wouldn't. It'd be awful. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Yo, do you, are you good, dude? Why are you so low energy, right? Like you're literally like ending this podcast and you're like. Because <laughs> it's, it's been an hour. Is that is that as, is that as much as you can give to the podcast world? You no, know, I just I just figured you know an hour is a good time. Wake and the fuck up! We I got the rest I got of our day. <laughs> we gotta make some money. We gotta put the pod out. Like let's right. get going, bucket hat. Right, do I'm in. I'm in. What do you want to talk about? No, we're done. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> I just I hate I hate when you're like like give me some fucking fire on the other other mic over there. You know. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, Rob. Thanks I got, for I got fucking, nothing. I'm all out. Um, talked I'm also everything. looking for uh, either some sort of like Adderall hookup for Robbie or like some, uh, mm. yes, to uh, yeah. to fire him up. Uh, other than that, man, Guess. cool. Cool epi. I think we said it all. People are caught up. Who, who would be, I just, okay, I thought of a question. A dream guest? Yes. How'd you know? Because we're the we're two halves of the same brain. <laughs> just he get he gets it. Sometimes. We're telepathic, man. I know when you're having nightmares. <laughs> I wake up. I'm like, I know when you're in trouble. I'll wake up in bed. I'll be like, Rob, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> no. We're like we're like that. Uh, we're like those twins in Twenty Two Jump Street. Yes, I, I when when someone hits you, I can feel it. You know, you know when they're standing there. He, Jonah Hill is like, that's so funny. We got that weird telep telepathic connection also where the twins can say the same sentences yeah. and it's like Carrots, caterpillars box Andrew, springs, uh, anchovies at, mangoes laundry hockey equipment boom <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, know yeah. you know what's funny is that uh the other day nicole something happened i was like oh it's so funny because i i seem to always reference 21 or 22 Jump yeah Street. it's one of the top movies of our generation it, it's so good right so uh, I something happened where I brought that up. I was like, "This reminds me of Twenty Two Jump Street." And Nicole, and <laughs> Kay was like, "You reference that movie too much." And I'm like, "Hey, Nicole, sorry. No, we don't. You reference <laughs> it too little. All right." Um, but well, that, was, that was the energy I wanted, dude. Okay. Thanks, thanks no, for that. No worries. Anytime. Thanks Anytime. for that. Uh, but back to the question. Oh yeah, dream guest. Yeah, <sighs> dude, that's that. That one requires some thought. Do you have one top of mind? Will I think or no? I think, oh, okay, one that just came to mind, I think David Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> what? But that's like, what? that's like, <laughs> I think, what? I, I don't know, I don't know why that one just came into my mind. I just, I like, I like magic. <laughs> that's not really podcast. Dude, I want um, El Chapo. Wouldn't he have some shit to talk about? The drug cartel oh, leader? Oh, Chapo, yeah. Guys escape prison like 20 times, once on a motorcycle after impregnating a female guard in a t on a motorcycle through a tunnel. That's crazy. I'd want to talk to El Chapo. If anyone has connections to El Chapo or Bieber. Oh, my Bieber. God. Oh, Bieber would be cool. Ooh. Cam. Cam. We'd have to get Cam in here for that Hook us episode. up with Bieber or the Bieber, Bieber burrito eater. You got a Bieber connect, Kev? Whoa. My friend's best friend is married to his dad. 
Your friend's wait, best wait, friend just, is married to his dad. Just say that once again into the mic here. I, I just repeat it into the My mic. My friend's best friend is married to Justin Bieber's dad, Jeremy Bieber. My friend's best friend Okay, is... we'll, we'll repeat it for the third time here. Thanks. <laughs> so if uh, let's one more time. His friend's best friend is married to Bieber's dad. No, his, his friend's best friend's dad. Nope, I nailed it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Bieber or El Chapo. I think they're on the same page. Just top of the head, right? Like, who comes to mind right now? Jen Aniston. Uh, I was going to say Katy Perry. She seems like a freak. Or Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah. Ariana Grande. Yeah. Shout out you, my angel. She's my angel. I love her. Do you? Are you a big fan of Ariana? She would ruin my life for sure because I love everything about her. I think she's the hottest woman on the planet. Wow. Her voice is so good. It gives me tinglys in my berries. And... <laughs> And I know she likes to fucking party. She, but she'd run my world. She'd run my shit. I wouldn't get out of that relationship. That's the drama I need in order to be a good artist. You need to be just fucked over and like puppeteered. I need to be literally left in a gutter by the end of a relationship. <laughs> Someone who just runs my <laughs> run shit. Run over. I want to be jealous. I want to have trust issues. I have none of these things, man. I'm like too casual in relationships. All those things, those are great uh, great starts to songwriting. Uh, any ladies out there, if you're like kind of psychotic and like really ruin boyfriends' lives, hit me up. Uh, I'm in need of I help. I want to be one of your next victims. I, I want to be a victim. Um, things are going, th yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, those those girls would be nice to have on too. Mm -hmm. um, Kev, who would you like to see? Pete Davidson, oh. holy shit, it'd be funny. Kevin Hart, what about fucking Gosling or Gosling oh, having that hunk stew on or uh, Ryan Reynolds or who's the guy in that movie Jurassic World that we loved the other night? Chris Pratt, hunk oh, sandwich. Oh, he's pretty funny. So yeah, um, we'll put that on our dreams list and uh, let's let's bang off a few of those this year. Yeah, okay. I'll just uh, it all starts with reaching out, you know. It, <laughs> you start on Bieber. Uh, start small. I like your. I like your thinking. Yeah. Kev. Start everyone small. choose who you gonna. You just Kev. You're gonna start with Bieber. You get Gosling because he's from London. Represent. Represent. I'll get Chapo because I'm a criminal. Because you're from Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get uh, Kristen's boyfriend to hook up with to link us up with him. <laughs> also, can we say the 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 one funny story I, I heard while I was bartending the other night? This is from a girl's mouth. That was at the bar. Oh, yes, it, yes. It was fucking hilarious. Um, this was, a, I didn't say this, I heard this. Some girl, it was like an event, like fucking uh, friends, like uh, kind of our generation. And some girl there just got back from a trip and she's like, yeah, like the trip was amazing. It was, uh, it was in Costa Rica and Costa Rica is like so nice. It's like Greece, but it's filled with Mexicans, which sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this girl sounds like an idiot no i'm not saying she's an idiot like i'd say something like that but i just love hearing it actually i wouldn't say something like that because that's kind of like ruthless to mexicans but like i'd say something that like absent-minded on like the pop who lives there um but uh we'll end on a, on that little note sounds like a character all right, cheers, dude. Um, let's wrap this dude, up. You trying to end this on me? I need your energy. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm fucking fired up. Uh, yes, but let's end it because it's been an hour, man.
All right? Chill out. Is it over? Chill out, dude. You got to take it easy. Is it over? Is it's it, over. Are you ending it? Yes. It's over between us? I'm seeing someone else. I've been podcasting with someone else on the side. <laughs> and swapping mics with someone else. Yeah, and it's great. And he's got a huge mic. <laughs> <laughs> and so much energy. All right? BME, big mic big energy. Mic energy. <laughs> All right, dude, we're going crazy. We're off the rails here. All right. And we will. We're wrapping this up. Too many jams. Another episode from the heart of fucking Toronto. We will see you next Tuesday. Tuesday.